Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, you are most welcome. Hello, Padre. How are you going? Very well. And yourself? I am doing well. That's the way. That's How's the way. your week been? Uh, yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's been... Um, uh, actually, this week I've had uh, uh, a meal with a friend of mine and we went to a new Japanese restaurant. Ooh. Yes, yes. It was very cool. Uh, so uh, we had like it was like a buffet style meal, and it was it was delicious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, all that Japanese goodness. It was, it was indeed. How about yourself? Oh, I'm like celebrated out. <laughs> We've just had birthdays and birthdays oh, and more birthdays. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's been awesome. So my house mum turned eighty, so we celebrated her birthday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And then one of her. Uh, grandchildren who I'm also confirmation sponsor for mm-hmm. turned 16. So oh, beautiful. beautiful. And then Uncle Peter, who's living with us, he was able to come out of hospital for a couple of hours to celebrate his 78th birthday. Isn't that so, lovely? That's just stunning. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just awesome. Just, you know, oh. gift of life. Yeah, absolutely. That's really beautiful. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in this week's podcast episode, we want to talk a bit about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. A different topic. Very, yeah. So traditionally speaking, there are seven gifts of the Holy Spirit and their wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, piety, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. And so I guess to start with, let's just say that these are all given to us at our baptism Mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So perhaps we could just run through what those gifts are in a bit more detail. For sure, for sure. Starting with... Wisdom. Mm. Uh, Wisdom is the gift which helps us to know what's important and understand our inner being, starting with the beauty and the majesty of God. Mm. Mm. And then we have understanding, and this is really to grasp the great truths that are presented to us by the church, not just as a mental exercise, but as an acceptance of the truth of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Saviour. And then we have counsel. And, uh, and, and that helps us to differentiate between right and wrong in the concrete situations of life. Uh, right judgment, essentially. For example, is this a good relationship? Is it wise for me to keep this particular company? And it helps us to, to grow and mature. And then we have fortitude, and this is really the courage and endurance in professing Christ and his truth. It's, you know, really that, well, it gives us what we need to resist temptation. And, yeah, yeah, um, sure, sure. And gives us zeal. Absolutely. The next is knowledge, uh, which is to see the hand of God in the happenings of the world and to see his likeness in all created things, but at the same time to realize that no creature deserves to be loved for its own sake, or can be of any profit to us unless it leads us to our Creator. And then we have piety, to worship and serve God with joy, and to pray in spite of hurry or weariness, and to look on God as our most loving and merciful Father, and 
our neighbours as our brothers and sisters. And then finally, we have fear of the Lord, uh, which is to entertain a profound, though filial, fear of God, um, to meditate on the great disaster of losing his love and being separated from him for, for all eternity. So it's not like a fear of of a servile nature. Yeah, this one gets people, hey? It does, it does. People are like, oh, no, we're not, we're not meant to be afraid of God. Yeah, and we're not meant to be afraid of him in that servile sense. We're meant to be frightened of harming a relationship that means the world to us. Mm, mm. So why does the Holy Spirit give us these gifts? And really it's to bring to perfection the life of virtue. And it gives us what we need to be able to live a supernatural life, which really is the crux of Christianity, really, isn't it? Mm. It's not mm. just a, it's not just meant to be like an, an ordinary life. This is a supernatural life. That's part of what we believe here. So this is, you know, the Holy Spirit helps us to live that out. The gifts also perfect a particular virtue. So, for example, wisdom perfects charity. Counsel perfects prudence. Understanding perfects the virtue of faith. Piety perfects justice and so on. And these gifts turn us more fully to God. They bring to fulfilment our deepest human desire to know and love God, who is the source of all that's good and helps us to live that out in our everyday. Mm. Now, those gifts are not the only gifts which are given to us by the Holy Spirit. Um, God also gives charisms to people. So each person has a unique charism that's given to them and that the purpose behind that really is to be able to help build up the church. So we don't actually possess as in own these gifts yeah. as yeah, such. Sure. The gifts are really given to us with us being more of the instruments and the bearer of these gifts. So they're blessings given through us to be able to serve the people around us and to build up build up the church. And these could be, you know, gifts like healing and miracles and prophecy and gift of tongues. Sure. And there's a difference between someone who is a great teacher, that, that, that is someone who has a natural gift. You know, when you were, you were knitted in your mother's womb, uh, you were given this gift of teaching, and someone who has the charism of teaching, that is a supernatural gift of teaching, because the charism is directly aimed at building up the church, and it will benefit the world. So... Uh, Teachers with a charism of teaching often make a profound impact on the hearts of students and, and they can convert hearts by their, their their presence, their words, their teaching, their example. Mm. I guess one of the ones that tends to stick out for a lot of people is the gift of tongues. Mm. And we did have a question sent in to us a little while ago Um Granted that this one is probably a little bit more specific to Catholic circles. Okay. Um, and really the question was asking, you know, why is it that in more traditional Catholic circles that the gift of tongues is looked on with a, a, a measure of disdain? Ooh. Yeah, okay. What are your thoughts, Padre? It's an interesting observation. Um, mm. I, I think that there is a measure of truth to it. And in fact, I've, I've been guilty of it. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, my mum is a... Is a, a Charismatic. When, when the 1960s came along, I don't, I don't know about in other parts of the world, but certainly in Australia, uh, there was kind of a real vacuum when it came to faith. Yeah. Um, and the charismatic renewal was one of those places that people were able to go to find a refuge, to find a shelter, to find a, a place where faith was preserved and where, where you know, good morals were taught and... 
And and so mum found that 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 refuge and that shelter in the charismatic movement and uh, so she has some very charismatic tendencies. And, and I remember as a uh, as a university student and even as a seminarian for some time, I was kind of like, ugh, cringe. Like, it's just, I don't I don't like it even a little bit. You know, it's the whole talking in tongues thing. You're like, oh, no, thank you. Mm. I'll be right. Um, and, and I looked on it with some disdain and sort of didn't consider it a legitimate gift. Mm. Uh, that was until I was talking to my biblical lecturer, Father uh, Luke Joseph, and uh, I said to Father Luke, that's, that's like talking in tongues, speaking in tongues, that's, that's not a legitimate gift. And he goes, of course it is. Uh, yeah, but, but isn't, wasn't that just like for Pentecost? They, they all don't, like, they were able to talk in, in, in other languages. And you're like, no, people can pray in tongues. But he mentioned a number of chapter and verses in Paul which talk directly about this particular gift of speaking in tongues and the importance of having somebody who can interpret that gift. Uh, and he said, "No, who are you to say what's 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 prayer and what's not prayer? If somebody's talking in tongues, how do you know that they're not speaking from the depths of their hearts to God?" And he's just he he, he gave me what for, <laughs> and uh, so uh, so I learned that day that it was actually a gift, and <laughs> and um, so it's it's yeah, definitely an interesting observation. I have seen it, been guilty of it, so yeah, it definitely is there. Mm. Yeah, and so I guess that some of the thoughts around this might come from misunderstandings about the gifts of the Holy Spirit then. And also, as with anything that's unfamiliar, we can mm. be a little bit apprehensive and we can be a bit fearful of that. But also, certainly in, in Catholic circles at least, we don't talk a lot about charism. True. It's not a it's True. not part of our everyday language, which perhaps it ought to be, but but it's not. Yeah. Especially given that we know that these are gifts. Right. These are these right. are things that we're meant to be grateful for and accepting of. Yeah, um, yeah. And we can't do that if we don't first look at them as a no, gift. No, that's, that's, that's right. Instead of being weirded out by it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But also we do need to test the spirit as well. Mm. So mm. Um, especially with the gift of tongues, we need to be able to discern whether this is actually something that's coming from a good and holy place or if it's coming from something that's not. Yeah, So yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and, the bishop has the task as well of particularly those 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 gifts which are things like prophecy or healing or that sort of thing. He has the 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 task of discerning the authenticity of those mm. charisms, and and so it's it's at least in the Catholic sphere, mm. you know. And and uh, I think another reason that could be it could exist for that that sort of um, rejection of of tongues or that disdain for the gift is that the the charismatic movement has been characterized by some as a a leftist or liberal uh, sort of movement mm -hmm. and I, I I don't think that's a that's a fair characterization I think that's an unfair characterization like any movement it can be not so crash hot mm -hmm. you know any every movement is open to is open to being taken in a more liberal or a more conservative direction mm. you know every Every group, every movement can 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 tend towards that, uh, but in and of itself, I think the charismatic movement has has been of, of great value to the church. Uh, so I think sometimes this this disdain for the gift of tongues can really come from a narrow conception of Catholicism. Mm -hmm. Can come from this conception that Catholicism looks like one particular thing. You know, it looks like the you know sort of extremely straight laced and um, 
classical and Western uh, in its in its in, in its approach, and in fact, the the church is bigger than this. Mm. You know, the, the 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 church is bigger than our Western approach. It's as as a big fan of the Western approach. Don't get me wrong, but uh, there's 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 other approaches which are legitimate and ought to be considered and ought to be looked at for 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 what good uh, they they can uh, they can they can bring. Yeah. So, and uh, and it's also worth saying here that that. The gifts of, uh, of the Holy Spirit, which are infused in us, connect us more deeply in our everyday lives with God. They allow us to see God working in our midst and to discern his purposes. And these gifts lead us to, to living out of particular charisms which God has given to us. And we shouldn't be frightened of living those charisms. We ought to be careful of making judgments of others based on what we perceive as an inauthentic charism due to a preconceived idea of what the gifts of the Holy Spirit look like. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. Well, there you go. There's a brief episode on the Holy Spirit and on charisms and particularly trying to answer that question that we got from one of our listeners. So Mm. thank you for sending in that question. If there are others who have got some other questions for us, whether there's something that we've said today that you'd like to ask us about to Mm. go a bit further into or to consider, send those questions in. Or if there's something else you'd like to ask us, we're always happy to answer those as well. You can jump over to our Facebook group, Living Fullness, and put popular questions in there. Absolutely. Or you can jump over to our Instagram page, also Living Fullness. And put your questions in there too. Or if you know us, come and talk to us in person. We're always happy to chat. Absolutely. So before we go, a truth, beauty and goodness for the week, Padre. Mm. In the last week, my parents have celebrated 49 years of marriage. Woohoo! Yes. Uh, solid. Yes. Yes. They're, um, they're the most beautiful couple. Yeah. And uh, uh, their, their, their love really is just truly inspiring. You know, it's 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 absolutely wonderful. Uh, so um, to to talk to them on their on their anniversary and and be able to share in their joy on that day was just it was beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. congratulations, to yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Burns. Yeah. So. How beautiful. What about you? Mine for the week has actually been house sitting. I um have needed a bit of time off, just some quiet time and some silence. So this particular house sit kind of came in a very timely fashion. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was only a very short one. It was about three or four days or something. But sure, sure. exactly what I needed. That's so great. Very grateful. That's excellent. Brilliant. Just about a bit of time off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just a bit yeah. of chill out time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Well, good. thanks for joining us for yet another episode of Living Fullness. We will catch you again next week. But as always, until then, know of our love and praise. God bless. God bless.